This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time now to look for the food show. It's around here somewhere. We'll keep looking for it. And when we do, we will get back to what we were doing a few minutes ago. Before the news came on, we were talking about, guess what? It's about food. It's about dining in, dining out. And we'd love to do that with you. As we have been Sonia? doing for He's on the phone right now. Craig Sonier's on the phone Craig right now. Craig Sonier is on the phone you know, waiting uh, to talk to us. Well, uh, uh, talk to him for a moment if you wouldn't mind because <laughs> he is, someone Tom gave is, me. Uh, Tom a, is working on a pen for some bizarre reason. Hi, Greg. Hey, how are y'all how, doing today? How was your uh, holiday? Hey, I had a great Christmas, and uh, I wish the sun would have stayed out longer, but that was it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it, it was a lot of fun. I I, I, uh, I uh, didn't cook this year, so I was really happy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you all go somewhere, or was it a family thing, or what? Actually, my dad uh, lived at Lambeth House, and he invited us all to Lambeth House for uh for lunch. And, awesome. uh, and it was really nice. First time I've ever been there. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Believe it or not, I, I met the chef there, and it, it was Chef Jacques yeah, from yeah. uh Yeah, I was going to say, you know who's the chef You're there, kidding. huh? I know that you yeah. had a good meal because I know who the chef is, yeah. Yeah, wow. Chateau du Lac is, the, uh, is uh. the chef there. I want to say the former chef of Chateau du Lac. A very nice uh, guy and served a wonderful meal, really was. He and his yeah. wife both. They, they they really do a great job, I think. Yeah, she uh, he's she's working somewhere else, and he is the chef at Lambeth House, and I am sure that the food there improved by about, you know, 200% when he arrived. You know what he does yeah, really it, incredibly well that I wish he would do on the side is he makes right. an incredible rabbit pate. Was that on the table? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't see that. He had uh, beef tenderloin, roast carved beef tenderloin, and then half a lobsters that mm-hmm. were uh, really cooked well and and just kind of served up, you know, as people take portions off. Um, he also had a, a wonderful little pasta dish and uh, got some really well, perfectly cooked vegetables, I got to say. Yeah, well, which he normally knows. you won't find. He's but he's perfectly cooked. That's right. The, the sweet spot is hard to find, but he always was incredibly good at that. And uh, and and still is obviously. So you've got your own dinner coming up soon, huh? Yeah, we're going to do the uh, season of good taste uh, tw- on Twelfth Night on on Twelfth uh, oh. Night. So we thought it would be a wonderful time to kind uh, of have a second. I want to say a second celebration because everybody celebrated anyway that night. But uh, and we thought that uh, that would be a perfect uh, time to throw this dinner, and um, and so kind of. Base it off a little bit like, you know, trying. what would you do on 12th night for dinner at your house? So I kind of did it so it was post-Revion for sure, but uh, also kind of kept it in the Christmas spirit. So what's on the hmm. menu? Okay, so our d'oeuvres, I'm going to start out with Epiphany Bread. What is that? 
I have yet to figure it out, but it sounds good, doesn't it? Well, that's it does what, sound good, yeah. It would be something that would be served uh, on Twelfth Night, which is uh, a major holiday in a lot of parts of the world. And, in fact, uh, here on our program, we used to uh, do an Eat Club dinner that we specifically made around that uh, whole idea. So, uh, and I could give you a longer story about one that we we did uh, in the old Arnos before Archie Kasparian and everybody took over. Uh, they were attempting to do a uh, a twelfth night dinner, and they well, it almost became comical. Let me just say that. Rock right, right. and flambe. Yeah. Okay, so you don't know what the epiphany bread is going to be. No, right? it's epiphany bread. I want to say it'll be it'll be. Uh, Probably a, uh, it's a surprise, a, a cliffhanger. Kind of a pass around uh, gorgères mm-hmm. or, or stuffed gorgère so that it, it'll be really just a, t- a finger food. I mean, it's just a quick bite in the mouth. Okay. And while people are, are eating that, they'll have some uh, cremant brut, uh mm-hmm. while they're, you know, kind of, I, I guess I'm, I'm picturing everybody standing around talking, saying hello and mm-hmm. how their Christmas was and all that. And then when, when everybody sits down, I'm going to do. I'm calling this this duck blinded sea scallop. So mm, it's a I sea love it. Scallop wrapped in duck bacon. I would order it just on that knowledge. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> great. Yeah, no, it's it's a uh, it's a sea scallop wrapped in duck bacon, and the reason why I call it blinded is because if you know a lot of uh, my brother in law goes hunting all the time. I've been a couple of times, but blinds are usually circular. And uh, and so that's why I put duck blind. And you, when you go duck hunting, you, you get in your circular uh, blind and shoot the ducks. Mm. And uh, and this one's going to be with a sea scallop on the inside of it. Mm. And I'm going to serve that with stone ground grits, a tomato ginger compote. And then that's going to be with a, a Trimbach Pinot Blanc, mm. uh, which I thought would be really a well-matched wine. Yeah. All right. What's the next course? <laughs> and then the next course will be a lollipop lamb chop. So it's one... Uh, one lamb chop, kind of just the ones they seared off, mm-hmm. uh, and, and top that's going to be a little panko crusted goat cheese or chef, mm-hmm. and uh, and then a little topping out couscous underneath it, a little muscadine mint jelly to kind of round off the whole dish. Wow, that sounds really good. All right, what? Uh, how many other courses do you have? I actually have two more courses. The next one's going to be like a little small veal shank. Mm-hmm. Very, very, I want to say petite veal chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be with a black truffle tomato gravy. Oh, wow. Which black truffles right now in Oregon are really, I want to say, the the peak season. Uh-huh. And so I got some black truffles from Oregon to, to flavor the I didn't even know they had those in Oregon. Wow. Yeah, no, it, it's they're actually very good. Probably a lot cheaper than the ones uh, from France. <laughs> yeah, no, they're a little bit less than the ones from France and not probably not as potent, but uh-huh. still it's. It gives it our American flavor. That's it. And uh, that's going to be with a, a Chateau Graysac Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last course is going to be an untraditional king cake, I'm calling it, which is basically the, um, I want to say the king cake, that French-style king cake. Mm-hmm. And I call it Petit the untraditional. Gatois, wait, what is it? This Petit, is uh, Chef uh, Gras. Oh, Petit Gatois, isn't it? Uh, that's not the, Wait, what they call it. it. It's gateau. the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Go ahead. It's a guy. I think it's a gato. But anyway, uh, or something like that. But anyway, gateau. that's our, that'll be our last cost and round out the dinner. Uh-huh. Um, 
I'm really excited because I think it's always fun to celebrate. Like Tom said, I mean, celebrating the Epiphany is, is really uh, a Unto major itself, yeah, day really. in so many other countries. Sure, yeah. it's, it's true. Yeah. Um, and it, it was the day that, if I'm not mistaken, the three kings visited the baby Jesus. That's is it. that right? There you go. Yeah. You got King's it. King's Day is why it's called King's Day. Yeah. So how do you stuff a gougere and what would you stuff it with? Because that... That is the most interesting pastry to me. There's just like nothing inside. Right, right. And it and it it's a uh believe it or not, it's a pastry that's really a pot de choux, but it's right. more Right, that's of a what I thought pastry. it was. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very similar to a pot de choux, but what's incorporated into it is normally cheese. Whereas yes. pot de choux is just basically no cheese. Yeah. But um and I do have some great Wisconsin cheese that I will make with the gorgeres. And then inside, I might stuff it with uh, maybe a duck cell mixture, some sort of ground mushroom mixture, mm-hmm. uh, and give it a lot of re- a lot of really good flavors. And it really kind of explodes in your mouth. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, that's, that's what I'll, I'll probably end up doing with it. I, yep. usually, I usually like just the herbed version, but you bite into it, and it's just like you bite into air. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly I right. I have to say I don't really like that quality about it, although I like the idea of them for sure. Uh, it's right. a it's a, a galette de roi is the yeah. um, is what you, the the French king cake. Um, so the dinner is sold out, correct? So it, after yeah. we've gone through this menu, you can't go, right? Well, I think it's definitely sold out. They'll have to. We've kind of hadn't been handling that part. The mm-hmm. WIS season of good taste promoters do and they just kind of book it up and then handle the rest from that point okay so i would say Um, that if you would like to go they do have wait lists for this and um and there are people like i was supposed to go to one uh, like last month and got sick on the show so didn't go and there were people on the wait list that would like to have had those spots so um so there is a wait list, and you could get a call. So if you would like to go to this dinner, go ahead and get yourself on the wait list. And, uh, you know, you never know. Things do happen. So how are things yeah, over you, at Gabrielle? You're exactly right. Uh, things have been going well here. We're, uh, I want to say we're, we're kind of gearing up for the, uh, for the really the holidays more so than, than it was a couple of weeks ago because a lot of people go shopping and have so much other things after Thanksgiving to do. Whereas our holidays kind of start the week before Christmas and the week of Christmas, I want to say, are kind of this week and all the way up until New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's always a lot of fun. A lot of people from out of town come in and it's great to see old faces that come in just once a year for this uh, Mm -hmm. for this week. And 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 it's really been a fun time. We did the Revion, which was very successful. uh, And I always enjoy doing Revion because it gives uh, some sort of separation from the Revion says that, hey, we're New Orleans and this is what we do during Christmas. I don't think too many other cities can ever say that. Well, and, uh, it's that's kind what of I really like your like. roots, too, isn't it? Yeah, exactly right. Uh, and I was born and raised here, so that definitely we. Uh, I didn't well, it's kind of like I, the I style of we... cooking that you sort of gravitate to, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I always try to peg each dish with some sort of surrounding of a New Orleans ingredient or a Louisiana flavor or something to that effect. 
Um, you're exactly right. And even the style of my cooking is kind of in that yeah, realm. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely um, heavy, heavy Cajun. It's, yeah, it's, it's, so that's how I do it. Yeah. It's not yeah. a. It's a much more traditional Cajun versus a, you know, uh, modern take on Cajun. It's it's much more traditional, I would say. Yeah. No, you to, uh, you're totally on target. Yeah. Uh, one of the dishes we did for Revion, which I'm going to probably do for New Year's Eve, is a, uh, a, a wonderful lamb chop dish where the lamb chop was seared off, and uh, it was just one singular lamb chop seared off, and underneath that was some lamb sausage, and then underneath that was some, um, some uh, tarbay beans that are normally used in cassoulet. Oh, and so I made cassoulet. somewhat of a cassoulet and then put all those ingredients on top of each other. Yeah. And uh, it came out really good, really tasty. I bought these beans from Rancho Gordo out of California mm-hmm. that are traditional tar bay beans. I yeah. gotta say they they're from France. Yeah. And um, and they don't and, and the thing about those beans they're really uh, kind of big and, and the skins are very very thin on them so they melt in your mouth. Yeah, the, a, a good cassoulet is hard to beat for sure. So what kind of things are you doing for New Year's over there? What do you have going? What's your what's your New Year's party look like? Okay, so that's one of the dishes, and, and we're going to do a four-course meal for New Year's Eve. And then uh, one of the other dishes I'm going to do, which will be kind of cool, and I was thinking of this the other night and kind of came up with it, is called Rabbit Bites. Hmm. And I do have rabbit on my menu uh, currently, but this is another dish for rabbit. So then I want to do uh, rabbit in a couple of different ways. One of them will be fried on the plate. The other one will be stewed on the plate, and the other one will be in a sausage form. So mm. that uh, it gives three diff- different distinct flavors of rabbit a on one plate. And that's what in rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, rabbit rabbit bites. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so what um, – so you have, like, how many – you have a four-course menu, and yeah. how many choices do you get, or is it one prefix menu? Oh, no, it's a couple of choices, like four choices for the appetizers. The other one, I'm doing the Murder Point oysters that a lot of people will see on their menu, uh-huh. uh, on menus today. And I really do like those. Those are delicious oysters, very specialty-style uh, oysters. Are those and, from uh, Texas or Alabama? They're, those are from Alabama, the coast okay. of Alabama. Okay. And, uh, and so I thought that that would be wonderful to put on there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that's what else I'm doing. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? This is kind of funny and really old school, and I'm really excited to do it. Is sous vide prime rib. Mm. So I'm going to sous vide it, and then prime, and you know, be prime rib. And I'm going to serve it kind of very much old school, where it'll be served with traditional mashed potatoes yeah, and haricot there. Okay, you know what? Good is good. You know, <laughs> is that right? That's what Tom always says. I think you're exactly on target. Yeah, if it looks good. Normally, I'll do a steak dish, but I thought this steak dish would be great. No, it'd be great. Tommy always says if it uh, if it tastes good, it is good. All right, can you hold on for a little bit, Greg? We need to take a break. Yeah. All right. Go for it. We're going to come back with Greg Sonier of Gabrielle, and uh, he's here to talk about um, a dinner they're doing on King's Day. But really, just to kind of touch base, we haven't talked to him in a while. Two six zero six three six eight. If you would like to ask him a question or two, uh, you're listening to WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. We are back. You're listening to the Food Show. 
WWL 105.3 FM HD2. On the phone with us is Greg Sonier from Gabrielle. And we're talking about his New Year's menu. He is with us today, even though he is welcome absolutely anytime, specifically to talk about a dinner that is happening at Gabrielle with the Seasons of Good Taste for WYES on King's Day. January uh, January 6th, but now we're talking about his New Year's menu, and uh, it is an interesting menu. So let's continue with that, Greg, because yep. you have gone through a couple of your choices, but let's uh, let's hear some more. Four-course menu for? Yeah, for 79 bucks. Okay, that's and, a great um, price. Yeah, it's a, it's a good price, and, uh, you know, we hope people will come out and really enjoy themselves and, and not worry about spending too much money, for sure. Yeah, that's so. great. So it's going to be a nice party. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you know, it's it's your whole family. Gabby is at the front door of the restaurant now, right? Yeah, we're definitely family run. Gabby's working the front door um, and and also managing the front Mm -hmm. and overseeing a lot and and doing a great job, I got to say, by the way. How old is she Uh, now? She is 30 years old. Oh, my gosh. And I guess the hardest part is i got to take her take orders from her, but it doesn't matter. Uh, well, it's a, it's a family affair. Know. Is Mary in the kitchen yes. with you also? Is she in the pastry? Is she doing pastries? You no. Know, so what Mary uh, Mary does in the, is comes in and, and in the morning helps the baker out. We have a baker in the morning. Mm-hmm. And she'll kind of help the baker out, uh, get started, and get her stuff going, come up with a special or two dessert, mm-hmm. and then normally takes home all the uh, – the receipts from the night before and, and the invoices that came in that day. So she's and doing kind of does the paperwork at home. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pretty so much her title. So strictly a family uh, affair. How long have you all been around on Orleans? On Orleans. How long have you been reopened on Orleans? Uh, two years. Oh gosh. And we also have our youngest daughter Genevieve, or Gigi for short, that'll come in from uh, from her school. Uh, that's out of town, come in and work the door every now and then. Too. I didn't know you had two daughters. Yeah. Okay. Her, uh, she, she is uh, 20 years old, uh-huh. and she goes to school at Lake Forest in Chicago, uh-huh. and um, and she really enjoys, uh, really enjoys her, I want to say her studies, and loves coming back down in New Orleans for sure. Uh-huh. That's great. Okay, so back to your menu. So we talked a little bit about the menu, so continue. Yeah. So what I did was, uh, and, and I kind of like to have dishes, uh, dishes um, more kind of that you won't find on our menu uh, so much so that, uh, you know, and, and that it's kind of out of the norm. But anyway, I'm doing this soup that I thought uh, you would find really interesting. It's a Jerusalem artichoke soup with oysters. Mm. And Jerusalem artichokes are not your normal right. artichokes. Right. They definitely have a way different flavor. Than artichokes, they're not even in the same artichoke family. They're actually in the. Uh, well, there's something flower. else entirely. It's just called Jerusalem artichokes. Correct, yeah. uh, sunchokes. I guess it would be another mm-hmm. name for them. But their their flavor is just so intense and very much. Uh, I want to say very much different from any other flavor. So I uh, utilize oyster liquor and the Jerusalem artichokes and make a soup with it and uh, and then put oysters in it. And I always thought it was a great combination together and works really well. Yeah, that sounds um, good. Yeah, and it's kind of a, I want to say it's a hearty soup. It's not a real thin soup, mm-hmm. so it's definitely a hearty, hearty style soup. Okay. Um, and then also I'm going to do a, tur- a regular traditional turtle soup. Okay. Uh, and, and I know some of you... You absolutely turtles. should do that, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, I want to say turtle soup's kind of like, you know, I don't have it here all the time. Uh, it's not a regular on the menu, so I thought it would be kind of cool to uh, to to put on there, and uh, and and a lot of people enjoy it. But I'll do it with a little bit different. I'll put a little deviled, a half a deviled egg in it. Deviled eggs might be yeah. the hottest thing going right now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why it's such a pedestrian food, but my goodness, it's really hot. All right, so what I else? I used is... to eat it at my grandmother's house all the time, but I want to say that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but now it's in all the gourmet restaurants with a little bit of caviar uh, row on top. Anyway, um, no, so. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, so uh, what else is on the menu? Okay, what else I got? Okay, I got this is an, I want to say an old nude dish, I kind of call it. Okay. So coconut beer battered shrimp. Everybody loves coconut beer battered shrimp. I don't know a person that would ever turn that down. Right. So right. I got a coconut beer battered shrimp. With lobster toast, oh, uh, which wow. is basically chopped <laughs> lobster meat on top of toast, uh-huh. kind of like a uh, almost a lobster stuffing on top of toast, uh-huh. and then that's served with an orange marmalade mustard sauce. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a good dish. That's and, different. Uh, yeah, yeah, and kind of different. It kind of gives you a little taste, even though we we don't have lobster here. Everybody eats lobster for New Year's Eve for sure. So I wanted to incorporate a lobster dish on the menu. And toast and, is uh, the second hottest thing in restaurants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. It really that is. That and uh, what, what else are the lobster? Oh, it's the hoagie. I forget what it's called. But, a, you know, lobster it's like a lobster roll. The lobster roll, lobster yeah. Lobster roll, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's the big thing, too. And I find a lot of people up north eat that. Yes. That's their, their, yes. their I want to say their crab cake for that we normally serve down here. That's their, their yeah. crab cake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, what else do you have? All right, and then I got, um, let's see, what else do I have? Okay, I ha- I'm doing a, uh, and this is a simple dish. And I want to say it's just it's just a really plain dish, but I made it simple just for the fact is you cannot beat a whole fish that's totally boneless, and especially a whole speckled trout. So it's a totally whole boneless speckled trout, and I call it Greek bake. So it's basically baked with sun-dried tomatoes, marinated olives, capers, uh, garlic, and it's just all baked together, and then it's placed right on top of the plate. So that all the flavors of that, basically come from the trout, but then it, it's complemented by sun-dried tomato olive oil mixture. The olive oil, what you just described, is the most delicious way to eat a fish, I think, with the olives and the and the sun-dried tomatoes and just the olive oil. It's just oh, really good. A lot of yeah, garlic, I, too, I, I hope, huh? I agree. I think it's just a, a, a very – and you cannot beat the real small speckled trout. Um, that you'll find that actually I've got to say my brother-in-law catches all the time <clears throat> and I wish I could catch them, but I, I have to order them anyway, but mm-hmm. they yeah, are right. some delicious and the season's running great. Yeah. It really is. And, so they're and, good. Uh, they're good, huh? Yeah. 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 And yeah I, I see I, them I a lot. I'm seeing them a lot. Yeah. 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 No, okay. it's, it's definitely a great speckled trout year. Okay. So um, if you could run through the, the entrees one by one. What what are they? The four? How many how many choices of entree do you have? Okay, I'm doing. Uh, let's see. I'm doing the rib, the prime, the prime rib, rib sous vide with the mashed potatoes. Go ahead. Exactly. I'm doing the whole trout. Yeah. And then also I'm doing um, uh, the slow roasted duck, which I always have on our menu because so many people love our slow roasted duck that I would be. Uh, 
I remiss to be... not have it. Yes. Yeah, you, I'll and, bet and you do a killer duck. I've never had it, but I'll bet you do a killer duck. Yeah. Well, is it crispy it's, and and whole with bones in, or is it the fanned out? No, our slow roasted duck is basically put on in the morning, uh, early in the morning, stuffed with real, real hard stuffed onions and rosemary and seasonings, and then it's slow roasted, probably about 300 degrees for as long as we can. Midway through the roasting process, we drain the fat off and then basically put uh, orange and cherry uh, in it and kind of let it steep in that and then finish up. And then once they come out of the oven, we'll bone the ducks out totally and then separate the skin and then crisp the skin out to a crackling style uh, uh, consistency and then incorporate that sauce that we produce of the orange and cherry into another sauce of uh, sautéed mushrooms and roasted red peppers. Oh, wow. And then basically turn that entire duck, uh, all the boneless duck meat, over some shoestring potatoes. Oh, gosh, that sounds fantastic. I don't don't care for the fanned-out duck breast that's sort of a little, you know, pinkish. Uh, but if you're doing bone-in duck with a crispy skin, that's hard to beat. Yeah. That is i, I got to say the skin is probably, uh, you know, something that you can never just put down or give it to somebody else to eat because <laughs> it is so crispy. It is. No, it really is great. It's great. Okay, so you have the, the, the fish, the prime rib, the duck. What else? And I might have another fish dish, and I'm toying with doing Chilean sea bass. Uh-huh. Um, some sort of way, maybe with a seared sea scalp on top. Okay. Although sea bass is hard to find, and yeah, and not, uh, if and, I can't find it, I'll just blow it off and not. Have yeah, because it. it's kind of overfished anyway, isn't it? Is that why it's hard to find? Yeah, it's an overfish. And yeah. I get, believe me, the fish is extremely delicious, but it is an overfish. Yeah. Yeah. fish and it's very high price and all yeah, that. Yeah, so stick with the three. That sounds good. Uh, this sounds yeah. like a great menu for $79 and that's for New Year's Eve. What uh, what are the what's the number to make reservations for that? Um, it would be let's see 504-603-2344. Okay, 603-2344. Okay, so just some yeah. general are they and I guess you're going to have how's what's the champagne factor going to be in all that is the it's going to be like uh, by the glass, by the bottle, but obviously separate from the menu, right? Yeah. No, the champagne uh, selections will be separate from the menu. But we just added a couple of champagnes on the menu, which is awesome. Um, and, you know, i got to say the uh, we'll always have our Mamba uh brute on the on the menu. But, you know, for, for us, you got Bouclico, you got... Uh, Laurent Perrier, you got Montadon, you got Rodair. You, you got a lot of great champagnes on here. And I want to say the uh, the one by the glass would be the Montadon mm-hmm. to get if people want to get that one. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, we have Prosecco, which is very popular now, too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have an Argentinian Rosé, which is really good. And then also we just added a Cava from Spain, okay. which I want to say is their version of Champagne. Okay. So uh, it's a you great got it covered, collection. I'd say. No, it's a great selection of sparkles, <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. and we really uh, enjoy. I gotta say, we really enjoy uh, offering this, and uh, I gotta say, champagne's probably Mary, Mary, and Gabrielle's favorite favorite uh, cocktail. Mine too. I love champagne. That's probably <laughs> the only thing I drink. Like a, a, I won't say a lot, but 
If I'm going to drink anything, it's most likely going to be champagne. It's a woman thing, I think. Anyway, uh, I assume there are some reservations still available for the New Year's Eve party, huh? I'm, I'm not sure on that. I am not the person that takes okay. them. Uh, okay. That's it. I come up with the menus and all that. But uh, feel free to call, if not, uh, and, and check. And then also an open table. Um, Mm-hmm. We do we do do open tables, so if people want to do it that way, it's fine. Okay. One thing also I want to tell you is we're open Sunday and Monday of this week, which normally we're closed. So okay, uh, I want I want to talk to you if you can hang on. Like yeah. we're going to do the uh, go through the uh, the break, and then I want to wrap up a little bit about just sort of general things about the restaurant, how it's going, and okay. you know yeah. just okay. All right, two six zero six three six eight. If you have any questions for Greg Sonier from Gabrielle, who's on the phone with us to talk about a couple of different things. And uh, we will be back. WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Well, it was uh, looking like it was raining earlier, but it isn't, isn't really. It's a little misty out there. I will not sing the song Misty, but it would make, be good to throw it in your brain and, and have it play there for a while because it's a great song. A great song. And uh, Greg Sonier is on the other side of the same card where I have this written all down. <laughs> hey, guys. Gabrielle. Gabrielle. Hi. An emergency. Hi. An emergency. <laughs> had to step away. <laughs> ah, well, well uh, the both of you uh, are in there with uh, your restaurant over there on Orleans, I believe. Gabby, yes, I didn't realize Orleans you were Avenue. the same age as our son. Wait. I thought that you were older than that. So you're 30 and, and in the family business now, huh? That's right, yep. <laughs> so how's it going over there since you all uh, relocated to Orleans? It's great. We're loving our um, little neighborhood and our building. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone remembers the old building. It was kind of like a weird triangle. And yeah. now we're a rectangle. So, <laughs> But it, it had such interesting it, interesting colors. There were these shades of blue that uh, had never been seen in the history of mankind. But they yeah, were, were very attractive and unique. So uh, there you are. You can't miss yeah, you, you can't that's miss for it. sure. Blue, you cannot miss <laughs> You definitely can't miss you. So, Where um, else in the country can you paint your building those colors? <laughs> that's right. Mm. And and have it be not necessarily the wildest thing in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, yeah. That's for sure. Anyway, so you're about to ring in the new year over there, and I heard that the menu is really great. So um, just on a regular day, what kind of things are, are you selling most? Um, so Chef talks about his slow roasted duck. We have that on our regular menu as well. It's probably one of our top sellers. Um, we also have a dish called Traitor Fish. Um, it's a whatever fresh gulf fish Chef is able to buy that day. A filet of that grilled uh, with a jumbo crab cake. Oh, that sounds um, good. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a crab cake as big as your fist. Oh, <laughs> oh that's great. Um, Which side? Say, yeah, that and the duck, those are our top two. Uh-huh. Um, we have a, you know, our barbecue shrimp pie is my favorite on the menu. That's from our old restaurant. What is that? Um, it's a, a, a homemade pie shell um, with mashed sweet potato in it and then New Orleans style barbecue shrimp on top. Oh, God, that's great. Now, you think you there's say... enough going on there? <laughs> is it, is <laughs> a it like a flavor. Is it like a pie crust that you would make a pie out of it or is it a puff pastry? Yeah. No, like a really flaky, buttery pie crust. Pie crust. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that does sound pretty outrageous. You know, uh, after the first time I went there and had dinner, and then all the times since then, I've noticed something that I think is absolutely a positive, and that is 
the staff of servers in the dining room are uh, a little older than we're used to seeing yeah, in, in hip <laughs> restaurants. But they are, yeah, yeah. they do. Ha- and this is what I, I praise about uh, all of this is that you can tell when you have that waiter or that uh, waitress at your table, you will be very, very skillfully taken care of. These guys have been at it for a long time, and it shows. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I think I might be the youngest person who works here. Yeah, how um, old are you? Ninety yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, it's that's would, definitely a trademark. I would say you you know that you're in the hands of seasoned professionals there. Yeah, I like to say we're the retirement home for uh, <laughs> for waiters. <laughs> what, everybody what? has so much experience. I mean, I really don't have to. You know, they make my job easy because they just. You know, take care of it. Yeah, that's right. So what uh, what other signatures do you have over there? It's been a while since we were there at the Orleans location since you have reopened. But uh, I I don't remember as far back as the Gabrielle days on um, Esplanade. So what other signatures have you taken from there? Unless you have it figured out, can I suggest one of them or bring up one mm-hmm. of them? You have one of them that involves uh, two or three different kinds of fish, and I forget yeah, exactly. she was just saying that. There was a, there, there's a name for it that's kind of unusual. Do you know what I'm talking about? I can't but quite exactly remember what it I, said. I think you're thinking of the tray turfish, which I just talked about, the seared the, ball fish with the crab cake. Uh, and it's called Traitor because it's a Cajun word oh, okay. for a witch doctor. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. For a witch doctor? <laughs> that's very clever. I, I think that's a great name. It's, I've never heard of it before, but I know where it's coming from. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and I would say another really, really popular dish, we saw a lot of it, especially right now, is our smoked uh, quail gumbo. Mm. Um, so mm-hmm. our gumbo is really dark, like Cajun-style dark roux. Yes. Um, almost like eating a bowl of gravy, and then um, we serve it with a half a smoked quail and um, a house-made anise-flavored sausage. We call it green sausage, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like um, everything in an oyster Rockefeller without the oyster. Oh, well, somebody got to get to work on that because, <laughs> you know, oysters without oysters Rockefeller, or oysters Bienville, I think, are even better. But they... Uh, yeah, well, this sauce, it's a pork sausage with all the oyster Rockefeller uh Ingredients, huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have you have uh, pork in it. You said, yeah, it's a pork sausage. Mm-hmm. A pork sausage. No, I I can't remember having had that. Although I I was in the memory oh, you of. You should come back and get it. Well, there you that's, go. That's, that's right. That's, that's exactly right. what I was thinking. So, yeah. what else? Uh, what other signatures? Because I know that your dad has a very distinctive style. So, there's a lot of signatures. So he has this other fun dish called Ponce de Pen. Um, it's a take on Cajun shonen. Um, which is a stuffed pig belly, um, but this is a stuffed rabbit belly. So they pound the belly out really thin, um, and they stuff it with uh, some dirty rice and a little rabbit tenderloin, and it's served with a honey Dijon sauce and um, boss pepper vinegar, which is amazing. Mm. Um, That's kind of a fun dish that you don't really see other places. Um, That's kind of a take. He likes to kind of spin on Cajun food. Why not? He's Cajun. Cajun. If you're a Cajun, you can do whatever you want. guys, for sure, you know? And uh, for those people looking for boudin, we have um, a house made on Dewey cut open like a hot dog bun. It's stuffed with boudin, and then it's deep fried. Oh, my God. That one's really good, too. (laughs) So it's all the locale stuff. 
Great. Everything's really good for you over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, it's uh-huh. good for the soul, that's for that, sure. It's the cheat day. It, we're the cheat day restaurant. <laughs> and, and who's to say there's anything wrong with 20 pounds of bacon? That's the kind of thing that, that speaks to your soul, those kinds of really intense that's great. flavors. Yeah, we have uh, yeah, that heartwarming uh, food. <laughs> the heartwarming and... and <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, heart food. Okay, so what yes. about what about desserts? What uh, I'm sure your mom has a signature or two on the menu. Oh yeah, I always tell people to save room for dessert because our desserts are maybe the best part of dinner over here. Um, we have our signature dessert, which is the peppermint patty. Um, it's uh, dark chocolate, very dense uh, cake or brownie, um, and oh, then it gosh. starts with a scoop of homemade peppermint ice cream, oh. which we make with those starlight peppermint. <laughs> oh, that's Tom's favorite thing in the whole world. No, my favorite <laughs> thing. Let's, favorite thing in the whole let's, world. Get, let's get this straight. My favorite uh, dish along those lines is the garlic sardine version of that sauce. Well, I'll tell you, Tom. Hello there. She said, she said starlight Nobody went for it. Tom okay. has the largest collection of those of any human alive. Um <laughs> That sounds really great, though the brownie and all that. Once you start talking mm-hmm. brownie, you're talking my language. What other what right. other signatures do you have in the dessert um, department? My favorite is the lemon chest pie, um, which my mom she went to high school in Memphis. That's a like a, a native Memphis dish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a buttermilk pie, but with a lemon flavoring, mm-hmm. and we just have I think the best pie crust here. It's so flaky and delicious. Um, and you don't really see, I feel like you just don't see pastry that much in desserts anymore. So it's nice to have, you know, pie options. Um, yeah. We have lemon chest pie. We also have taco pecan pie, also an amazing one. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I'll bet you his pecan <clears throat> pie, uh, yeah, yeah, that your pecan pie is really good. Mm. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, and then another really popular one we have is apple upside down bread pudding. Um, oh, who It's a nice big piece of bread pudding. Gotta love it. <laughs> but we make mm-hmm. it with. Bourbon milk punch instead of cream. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> I have uh, I have some bad news. We have come to the end of our program. No, no, we haven't. But we have Andrea after the uh, a little well, break I, that we have I to wasn't, take. Yeah, Gabby, yeah. thank you very much yes. for talking with us. And um, one one thing I want to say real quick: uh, call them, give us the number for the restaurant if you are still looking for New Year's Eve plans. That is a great idea. Four courses for $79. Of course, champagne yeah. extra. But anyway, what's the number over there? It's 504-603-2344. Okay. Um, and if, if we're booked, um, we're just going to start a wait list. So okay. call if you're interested. Okay. That's, <laughs> That's good. You've done your parents proud. We hope to see you soon. Tell them both hello for us, and thanks very much. I yeah. will. Thank you guys so Thank much you. for having us. Bye-bye. That's See you around. Bye. Have a good Gabby weekend. Gabby over at Gabrielle on Orleans. We have Chef Andrea rolling in. Is he there? I hear something booping in the background. Oh, I don't know. Let's see. Hmm. I think we I think we do. Do we have Chef Andrea, Doug? Yes, I think we do. Hmm. Oh, we no. don't have Chef Andrea. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about New Orleans hamburger and seafood then. New Orleans hamburger and seafood is where you're going to go and get great hamburgers. And imagine that with a name seafood. like that. <laughs> well, it's it's really true though. If you were growing up as a real hamburger eater, and for you that was all the food that you ever really ate much of, I I I beg you to take another look at this and how a great hamburger is made. 
it's made, first of all, with really good quality beef that's been worked to uh, get just the right. Uh, Gently? Gent- oh, of course, a gentle Gently. touch to it. And then you, uh, you do, it, uh, do the cooking on top of a fairly uh, hot grill, which puts a little crust around the entirety of the exterior. And then you can take that or not, as you wish, and, uh, and go in other directions with it. Put some cheese on it. Put whatever toppings you like on it. They can do it. It's no, no big deal. That's the hamburger part of it. But there's also the not-so-hamburger place. It's the one that they're referring to when they're talking about seafood. The main thing to know about that is that they get this really good fish. Let's just say catfish to make the illustration better. And it is fried to order, crisp as can be, greaseless. It's everything you want in a a, a terrific uh, uh, way to get the best out of a seafood uh, a steaming, neighborhood steaming hot, steaming Cooked hot. Order. Always and you that, get it spice delicious if you ask. That's right. On a platter and, or on a pork. And their plate. hamburgers are a little unusual. Uh, just go uh, get them if you're even a little bit brave. I think you will very much like the, the way they do fries there. All of this is at New Char-grilled Orleans Hamburger oysters. and Seafood Company. And what? Char grilled oysters now. Char- oh, Ten that's right. They have five. They have a, a grilled oysters. And uh, go for that. Don't miss that. They have good salads. They have nice uh, local Mm -hmm. dishes like red beans and rice and seafood pastas and uh, all kinds of things. New Orleans hamburger and seafood, Mm -hmm. 10 locations, fast, casual, nice environment. Go see them. It isn't true. Uh, It is true, I mean. And uh, there it is. New Orleans hamburger and seafood company. All right. Now, we have about a minute and a quarter left here. Do we have Mm -hmm. time for... I don't know. For what, Chef Andrea? No, Chef Andrea is not with us. I He's guess. not with us. So, okay. I don't know. Doug was saying something, but I don't know oh, what well. it is. Anyway, today is uh, the last, well, not quite the last day of the, well, it's the last show before the, well, actually, there's two more. <laughs> anyway, today is part of Christmas week. How's that? All right. And uh, if you had a wonderful Christmas, and I'm sure you have, you're probably looking forward to New Year's. Which is coming up. It's National Fruitcake Day, Doug. Uh, it is National Fruitcake Day, uh, officially, Yeah. in all the whole world. What's to say about that? Yuck. <laughs> but you know what? We've actually had people say that they've tried a fruitcake, and they hadn't in a while, and that they decided that it wasn't quite so bad. I beg to differ, but uh, I... I the baker made one locally is the best one of the lot, according to what people have said. So if you are still munching on fruitcake, um, you got time to do some more. You know, we've got King's Day coming up. We're going to be moving into king cakes. I'm glad I had a chance to look up uh, the galette de roi, which is the French oh, that's version so of the unique. King cake. That's uh, it's almost like a uh, a, a uh, I don't know what it is. It's just like uh, a cake. It's, it's, it, it's, it has it's, that texture. It looks texture. like a cake. It doesn't look like a cake. No, no, it doesn't. It uh, it looks like a uh, a cream cake. What's a cream cake? A cake. Uh, it's uh, what you go to New York City to go to a deli and have after you've eaten your, like, your sandwich. Like, like cream cheese on a bagel? Cream cheese? That's right. It looks like a cream cheese cake. Yeah. I don't think so. No? I think it's, okay. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's like a two-inch high thing, and it looks like 
a cake is what it looks like, and that's just the French version of it. But if you like king cakes, and I'm sure you do, I, I am not uh, to be counted among those, but um, I would like to know, we shall be talking a lot more about this as the as the weeks unfold leading up to Mardi Gras, but what's your favorite king cake? I'm a Mackenzie's girl myself, only because I don't like king cake at all, and Mackenzie's is about the basic version of king cake, the most basic that you can get. We have a, um, there's a gumbo event coming up that um, we are going to be judging, and it's the crew of Tux. And I think, I think the event is actually on the 25th of, um, of January, and it's, it's, a, it's a fundraiser thing. And it's going to be it's going to be interesting. We're going to be talking a lot more about this as time goes on, but um, we're going to be promoting it a lot more, I would say. But it, it has there's a king cake portion of it, and there's a gumbo portion of it, and um, I'm going to just go ahead and say exactly what it is. It's a crew of tucks, and somehow or another WGNO is involved in this. And it's, it's going to be the Tux Annual Umbrella Walk and Gumbo Gras. Hmm. And I guess, I guess what it is is it's uh, a gumbo cook-off, essentially. And it is going to be on January 25th. And we're going to be the, the judges, I guess. I have to get more details. Clearly, the, the details at this point are a little bit sketchy. But uh, we're going to be talking. I have to be talking to one of the coordinators of it who invited us, and we're going to be doing a lot more promotion of that. But I'm sure there'll be king cakes involved for sure. The king cake that I want to do, I want to now that I've been um, making savory things out of things that are traditionally sweet. Uh, I want to go back to my king cake, savory king cake. And I want to do, I mean, <laughs> as much as I hate roulades of things that were once alive, I do not have the same problem with roulades of bread. So I will also be making a king cake out of maybe pepperoni and mozzarella or I don't think I don't I don't want to be redundant and do it with sausage but you could do it with anything really um I don't remember what my last one was do you remember it was like a muffalata wasn't it I think I made a muffalata king cake is what I did It can be and done I rolled and I rolled the meats and I rolled the cheeses and the olive salad, and I think I put olive salad on the top of it because it's kind of green and it's kind of orangey with the pimentos and stuff. It's kind of Christmassy, actually. <laughs> but um, I do believe that that's, that's one of the things I did. And I've tried it also with a, like a pizza version. So I'm going to definitely, I'm saying it now, I'm definitely going to do a, a king cake roulade for Mardi Gras. Hmm. But that was kind of when we had parties. I don't know what kind of party we're going to have. Maybe we usually would have like a a birthday party slash 
Tom's birthday always falls around the Super Bowl. Isn't that ironic? Hmm. Do you remember the time that your birthday actually fell on the Super Bowl and everybody but you was more interested in the Super Bowl than they were your birthday? Well, everyone does love me. And this is uh, what I keep, you know, smiling. Reminding us of? Yes. Yes. Anyway. Well, I think we've come to the end of another show, and uh, actually, thank the end you, of Greg Sonier, and uh, almost the end of a year. But we do have two more shows before we turn it over to 2020. So, uh, when will the next one be? Monday. Monday. Okay. Yes, I would automatically spit out two six zero six three six eight because that's just kind of like oh, what the heck? Go almost, ahead and do it. It's almost like a tick that I have, but I don't have to because the show is over. So everyone yeah, well, have a wonderful evening. And Hope just you have remember, a great meal. as you get through the weekend, I know what's coming. Who doesn't know what's coming? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.